Hi, this is Mark. Thanks for joining me today on Words of Truth. As Christians, you know, we often find ourselves at odds with the values and ideologies of the world around us. It seems like every day there's a new popular belief or trend that directly contradicts our faith. Whether it's the pursuit of material wealth or the glorification of self or the rejection of moral absolutes, it's very clear that we live in a culture that often stands in stark contrast to our Christian beliefs. The divide between Christians and the world just seems to be growing wider and wider with each passing day, wouldn't you agree? Well, in the face of these worldly ideologies, there's a pressing need for Christians to stand firm in our faith and to resist the pressures to conform. It's easy for us to feel overwhelmed or discouraged, I know, but now more than ever, Don't you agree it's critical for us to take a stand? In fact, we as Christians have a responsibility to hold on to our Christian values and beliefs and to be a light in a world that often seems dark and confused. Because you see, by standing against the world's ideologies, we actually make a positive impact on our world that leads others towards truth and righteousness, which is only found in Christ. But before we can effectively stand against these worldly ideologies, it's very important for us to understand what they are. Worldly ideologies are basically sets of beliefs or values that prioritize worldly desires and pursuits over spiritual or moral principles as found in God's Word, the Bible. The world often promotes, for example, self-centeredness and materialism and the rejection of absolute truth. They come in many different forms. They range from secular humanism to consumerism to moral relativism. Well, they permeate various aspects of our society. Uh, Right away from politics to entertainment to education, you see it all around us today. In today's world, there are several popular worldly ideologies that we as Christians often find ourselves clashing with and that I want to talk about for a minute. One ideology is the pursuit of individualism, which places personal freedom and self-expression above communal responsibility and moral standards. It's, It's the idea that everyone for themselves... What's good for me is good for me, no matter whoever else my decision might affect. Another prevalent ideology is consumerism, which encourages the constant acquisition of material possessions and defines success based on wealth and status. The more I have, the more important I am. Additionally, moral relativism is a widely accepted ideology that rejects the existence of absolute moral truths, and promotes the idea that morality is subjective and varies from person to person. And what's so dangerous about this is that more often than not, although they say there are no absolutes, they're absolutely sure we're wrong if we don't agree with their standards. Maybe you've run into that. Of course, as Christians... Our values and beliefs are rooted in the teachings of the Bible. 
You see, the Bible serves as our ultimate authority. It guides us in matters of faith and morality and righteous living. It provides us with a good, solid foundation for understanding God's will and for discerning right from wrong. By studying and applying the truths in the Bible, we can navigate the challenges presented by worldly ideologies and align our lives with God's purpose for us. I was pleased this week to read that the new Speaker of the House in the United States agrees. Mr. Johnson made the statement that if you want to know what his worldview is, that you should pick the Bible up off of your shelf and read it. And that's what his worldview is. And that ought to be true for every single one of us as followers of Christ. You see, Christianity is characterized by a set of core values and ethics that guide our behavior and shape our worldview. These values include love and forgiveness and compassion and humility, integrity and justice and more. They emphasize the worth and dignity of every human being, respecting the sanctity of life, promoting social justice, seeking the well-being of others, etc. It's it's through these values that we can counteract the self-centeredness and materialism so often promoted by worldly ideologies and instead cultivate the culture of love and service and selflessness. Christians have always done this throughout the ages. That's why medical centers and facilities that help the homeless and underprivileged and counseling centers and hospitals exist today. Christians truly love and value people. And furthermore, as Christians, we're called to embrace our identity as, well, let's call it countercultural agents. That means that we shouldn't conform to the patterns of this world. That's what the Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 12. But we ought to stand firm in our faith, allow ourselves to be conformed or transformed by God. We need to live out our Christian values and beliefs. We're, in fact, we're called to be different. We're called to be light in the darkness, to bring hope and truth to a world that desperately needs it. And it's by embracing our Christian identity that we can inspire others to question the prevailing ideologies and consider the eternal significance of their choices. I would add that followers of Christ, we have a vital role in playing in shaping the culture around us. Yes, we do. You see, rather than passively accepting the ideologies of the world, we have to actively engage with society and promote godly values. How do you do that? Well, through acts of kindness and advocacy for justice and participating in meaningful conversations by in intentionally uh, going about our actions and with our words, Christians can have a transformative impact upon our world. Our unique perspective rooted in biblical truth can challenge the status quo and inspire change, ultimately leading to a more compassionate, just, and God-honoring society. Secular humanism, or as I like to call it, the no-God club, <laughs> is a dominant worldview that believes in the power of human reason and science 
rather than any religious or supernatural beliefs. In other words, they think they have all the answers, and God is just sitting in the corner, twiddling his thumbs, that is, if they believe in a God at all. It's like the ultimate nerd club for people who think they're too smart for God. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm all for science and reason, but secular humanism takes it a step way too far. You see, they believe that humans can create their own moral standards without any reference to a higher power. It's like saying that we can make up the rules of a game as we go along without even knowing what the game is about. I mean, come on, who's in charge here? The players or the game creator? Well, I'm going to continue this discussion next time, but I hope this helps. I'll see you next time with part two of The Clash of Christian Values and Worldly Ideologies. And by the way, why don't you head on over to my new website entitled Shining Light in the Midst of Darkness, or rather shininglightinthedarkness.com. It's the name of my new book. You might enjoy reading some of the blogs that I put up, and maybe you would even enjoy reading my book, which you can order on Amazon or from your local bookstore. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.